Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right, let's do it. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Okay, Thanksgiving week. There's a lot of talk about the president. It was his birthday yesterday. He's 81. He actually appears older than that. Yeah, he does. Well, yeah. Cognitively, especially. Did you um, see the cake, by the way? I did see the cake. There's a lot of flame it's like there. Like a burning building, didn't it? Yeah. Well, I think that was the joke. I mean, I think so. If you haven't seen it, he posted it online or somebody posted it for him online. Got his birthday cake out there. The candles are all lit. And it, do, it really does just look like the table's about to go up in flames because there are so many candles that are lit. Yeah, it's yes. a funny joke if the person 81 is actually like 62 in their head. Well, or if they <laughs> don't mean, look every bit of, of 81. 81. Right. Right. I thought, boy, that's terrible. What a bad optic that is. Well, Again, another bad idea from the White House. And what you're thinking when you initially see it, then that's the joke from everyone online. Yeah, that's our country. On fire. fire. Right. <laughs> yes. Just like that cake. I can see that. Now, Corinne Jean-Pierre was talking about the president yesterday, David. Yeah, well, she was asked about the brutal polling numbers for Joe Biden. And uh, James Rosen is the guy asking the questions. He's with Newsmax. And he's asking, like, how do you overcome this in an election year? Because everybody hates Joe Biden right now. Yeah. Does the White House have any basis to challenge the accuracy of that polling? I never, we never challenge. I'm not challenging the accuracy here. That's not what I'm doing. What I'm saying to you is that... Um, you know, we're not going to change the minds of Americans. I get that. Americans are going to feel how they feel, and we're wow. going to respect that. And I've said that many times from here. Many times. I said that moments ago. I haven't heard you say that a whole lot. Yeah. Holy smokes. You usually say, no, you don't understand. Everything's going great, and people are happy. Yeah. Just pushed that old man right under the bus, didn't she? Holy Whoa. cow. That's rare. This. You know, we're not going to change the minds of Americans. Wow. On Joe Biden. I know. Yeah. It's something, isn't it? But isn't that, to me at least, that's a rare moment of honesty from that podium where they're saying, admitting, yeah, we're not going to be able to turn that polling around in a year. There's no way we can do that. We we know that. The entire strategy is to say, well, the other guy is way worse and a threat to democracy and all this other right. nonsense, right? That That's really what it comes down to. We don't care how much you like us. We don't care how much you... Uh, you you have disdain for our policies. Our goal for the next year, according to the White House and according to the Joe Biden reelection campaign, is to make sure that everybody hates the other guy more. Yes. So you're not voting for someone. You're right. voting against that, someone. That's how Joe Biden okay. was able to get into the White House to begin with. Right, exactly. True. Keep the strategy the same, yes. Speaking of rare honesty, John Kirby spokesman yesterday talking about israel hamas and genocide I believe this i couldn't believe it i couldn't believe this well the left they're ticked they are very upset with john kirby right now but this word genocide is getting thrown around in a pretty inappropriate way by lots of different folks uh what hamas wants make no mistake about it is genocide they want to wipe Israel off the map. They've said so publicly more than one occasion. In fact, just recently. And they've said that they're not going to stop. 
What happened on the 7th of October is going to happen again and again and again. And what happened on the 7th of October? Murder, slaughter of innocent people in their homes or at a music festival. That's genocidal intentions. Time out. Yeah. I'm like, I know. He listened to our show last week. So that's weird. what we've been saying. Like, that's like what regular people are actually saying. And I know we shouldn't just applaud because a spokesperson from the White House is telling the truth. But from this White House, it's refreshing. See how far he walks it back today or during the weekend. I mean, I he may not. You can but walk I mean, that back. I'm you not can, sure you can either. You can say, well, it was sort of misappropriation of words and blah, blah, blah. I think blah. he'll say there's been too much. Well, he, he does a little here saying there's too many civilian deaths and all of that. Yeah, I saw yes, it. there are too many civilian casualties yeah. in Gaza. Yes, the numbers are too high. Yes, fam- too many families are grieving. And yes, we continue to urge the Israelis to be as careful and cautious as possible. That's not going to stop from the president right on down. But Israel is not trying to wipe the Palestinian people off the map. Israel's not trying to wipe Gaza off the map. Israel's trying to defend itself against a genocidal terrorist threat. So when we're going to start, if we're going to start using that word, fine, let's use it appropriately. That's about the clearest they've been on that, isn't it? Yeah, I think he has actually earned a few uh, applauds from, from us and others who normally can't stand the guy. Yeah, uh, because he has made that point before that, like, no, I, you know, of course, there are going to be civilian casualties and we want to do whatever we can to encourage the Israelis to limit the number of casualties there. But um, no, this is a terrorist organization that the Israeli government is fighting right now. Yes. And his point of wiping Gaza off the map, that's totally true. I mean, for all the cries about indiscriminate bombing. Oh, no, no, no. If if, if Israel really wanted to do that, really wanted you know, whatever, however you want to frame it, ethnic cleansing, turning Gaza into a parking lot, they could have done it in a weekend. Absolutely. That's absolutely true. All right, other news out there. Joe Scarborough yeah. making news? Yeah, kind of kind of uh, on, on the point that we were making just a few minutes ago about the strategy of the left and of the pro-Biden campaign uh, going into the election year. It's not so much about trying to make him out to be this great president, it's all about hyperventilating about the prospect of a second Trump term. And okay. here's MSNBC's Joe Scarborough had an absolutely insane meltdown about Donald Trump. Okay. People go, oh, you can't compare him he to past kidding. Nazi leaders. You can't compare him to this past Nazi leader or that past fascist leader because he hasn't done that. Well, what hasn't he done? He hasn't done the things that the American judicial system did not allow him to do last time. Just because he hasn't done it yet doesn't mean he won't do it when he gets a chance to do it. And if he is voted into office, he will imprison, he will execute whoever he's allowed to imprison, execute, uh, <laughs> execute. Uh, 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 drive from the country. Uh, j- just look at his past. It's not really hard to read. What an idiot. Are you a firing squad? What I'm, is he talking about? I'm, I'm really confused because he said he just because he didn't do it before doesn't mean, doesn't he, mean he won't, won't do, do it, it in the future. Right, exactly. but just look at what he did before. Right. What does that even mean? I, 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 I came to this realization today. The best way to view cable news, especially liberal outlets, 
is to imagine you're actually watching a group therapy session at a boomer insane asylum. <laughs> That's, that is the best way to view it because then you have compassion for these people. You know, especially around Thanksgiving, the holidays, that is a good way to think about it. Could be the view, could be Morning Joe. Right. These people are struggling. They are, mightily. Yes. And have compassion. Yeah. It's like the Bono line. Tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. <laughs> right. Do well, they know it's Christmas well, I, after all? I think that every time I realize that Joe Scarborough has to go home with Mika Brzezinski every day. <laughs> <laughs> you chose that, man. Wow. Uh, you probably saw Elon Musk is suing Media Matters. Now, you don't have to get into all the details of this, but Media Matters, I didn't realize how nasty Media Matters was until a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's, so that, it's, a, it's a liberal dark money group that tries to and has successfully in the past take down any conservative commentator they possibly can. Well, and I think there's a point that many people have made that's true, is that you'll have legacy media talk about media matters like it's a research group and you can take it as you know fact fact yeah and that's not true at all and so there was this whole smear on x saying it's anti-semitic that's the long story short and you know there are people that think musk really has a case with this and he's going after him hard so we'll see you know what comes out of that um of course it's thanksgiving week did you know uh Scott, you might want to leave a little early to get to your destination. Oh, God, I heard that like four <laughs> times today. I'd say, well, you know. So but the story is, is I, I plan come on in waiting morning, until the last minute to leave. Yes. I come in this morning and the rant from Robbins this morning was, did you know something about Thanksgiving? You might want to leave a little early. I saw it three times this morning. I did. Like I'm a child. They did the safety tips thing. I mean, everything Van Camp hates about TV news, right. they did. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a... Again, I'm going to try in the spirit of Thanksgiving to look at that through the lens of compassion. Having been in news before, it's Thanksgiving week. Half the staff is gone. You're kind of just trying to figure out something to fill your 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 morning show or whatever with. So you're going to, you know, do tips on traffic and getting to the yeah. airport early airports and everybody's got a person that. standing at the airport today oh, of too. course yeah naturally. everybody does yeah would you be happy it's if they really did? busy here at the airport <laughs> <laughs> would you rather it be about food the different dishes depending on the different parts of the country how to gussy up your potato pie yes well there is that whole piece of people want recipes for potato dishes Oh, I'm sure they do. And some are more popular in certain states compared to others. You know, agrat potatoes, you like those? Yeah, I do like those. Cheesy potatoes? I like those. Do you like mashed or do you call them smashed? I call them mashed. Okay. Potato soup? Yes, love it. Baked potato? Yep. Okay, I got to ask, David, uh, do you know what potato candy is? No. Okay, we're on this. We're going to find out the answer in the next 10 minutes. Potato chip with... Tennessee, is, yes, I get is big for potato candy. So we got to go to our friends in Tennessee to find out exactly oh, we'll find what out. Okay, good. potato candy is. I'm not saying it's terrible. It might be really good. I love potatoes. But when I think of candy, I'm not thinking about potatoes. No. Just saying. Um, you might have heard that the U.S. Army is inviting back uh, the people that lost their gigs that wouldn't get vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that much more coming up right here.
36,000, 25, 1. These are the three numbers to remember to get the visibility and control you need to make the right business decisions instantly. 36,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down expenses. One, because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. NetSuite is everything you need all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance for free at NetSuite.com MVR. That's NetSuite.com MVR to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com MVR. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommend a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. This Thanksgiving at Total Wine and More, find Pinot Noirs and Cabernets that you adore. Our helpful guides are so friendly and nice, so many bottles to try at the lowest price. So gather with friends as you sit down to eat. Grateful for all who made Thanksgiving complete. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, before we get to this story, potato candy. We're on the case. It sounds kind of good. It does to me, too. Never had it before. So what exactly is in potato candy, and how do you make it, David? Uh, well, apparently it's like mashed potatoes that you pinwheel around peanut butter and powdered sugar. Ooh. So it kind of looks like a sushi roll, but it's but it's not yeah. rice. It's 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 mashed potatoes, and mm-hmm. you've got like peanut butter in the middle as well. I would eat that. I would try it. Yeah, the peanut butter and the potato. I don't know how it goes together. I've never had it. Peanut but butter goes it. with anything, man. Really, I like peanut butter. Okay, you put it on anything. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what I. Well, I probably. Well, maybe. On a steak? It might be good on a steak. I don't know. No, thanks. Never tried it there, but I've, I'm a big fan of peanut butter. Okay. David has a comment. We're just going to move on. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Okay. Uh, the Army, you know, you've probably heard they've had a hard time recruiting. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, for a number of different reasons. Give everybody peanut butter? I don't think that's <laughs> okay. the plan. Right. Wouldn't wouldn't hurt. No. Um. But they're now telling the soldiers that were kicked out over not getting vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Hey, we'd like to encourage you to re-enlist. Welcome back. If you're one of those people, what do you say right now? Hey, pound sand. I mean, are, am I getting back pay first and, an, and a formal apology? Uh, if so, it doesn't say yeah. it in this particular story. I don't think so. What's my? You would think that should be part of it. What's my re-enlistment bonus? Looking That's like. another good question. 
Well, I mean, some people, that's what they wanted to do, you know, since they were a kid, serve their country. And they're like, but the vaccine, hey, wait a second. This isn't all the way tested yet. I don't know. There's the myocarditis risk. I, I No, thanks. I'm young and healthy. I don't want it. Nope, you're out. Got to think for a lot of people, well, you've kind of shown me what you think of me. Well, yeah, and I think over the last three years, you've probably applied your skill set to somewhere else. Yes, that's like, very I possible. I want no part of this, no. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're really trying to get people to enlist again. We've talked about different ways of recruiting, different ways of marketing and advertising. So we'll see where all of that goes. Um, I did just see this story. Uh, strange. Um, the Department of Homeland Security has put out a memo to Border Patrol. Okay. Very important stuff here. Uh, as we're trying to stop the inflow of illegal aliens. It's a crazy problem. Um, the warning to agents is to not misgender migrants. Ah, Don't do it. Okay. All right? Come on. Don't use he or she. Ask for the pronouns before you just decide on your own. Allow them to illegally enter? <laughs> right. Okay. Are you joking? The, the answer is no. Well, I, I mean, how common is it that somebody complains about being misgendered when they've just trekked like several hundred, if not thousand miles to get to the southern border? Yeah, and all of a sudden, hey, no, I'm yeah. I'm a trans woman. What are they you gonna, just misgendered I mean, me. What are they going to do? Go back? Exactly. I, no. I, I don't. I don't get it. It's like, yeah, I just walked a long way. Yes. I dealt with human and drug traffickers. That's right. Something bad may have happened to me with that crowd along the way. Mm -hmm. I almost died several times. I rode on top of a moving train. Yes. And now I'm on the other side of the border, and you misgendered me. Screw you. I'm going back. If you don't change your ways, (laughs) I'm going to stop coming into your country and getting a bunch of free stuff. Darn. (laughs) And I mean it. Okay. Uh, in lighter news today, and, you know, going into a big Thanksgiving weekend, you know, everybody's off their schedule a little bit. You know, family coming in, or maybe you're going somewhere else. And this story, you know, hits news today because, um, you know, there's studies and surveys about everything. Um, what percentage of couples do you think actually schedule, you know, relations? Relations. Sexy time, as they say. <sighs> What percentage? Closest two wins between Scott okay, and David. Okay, I'll let David go first. I'll say uh, 20%. I'll say 25%. 36%. It's over a third. And some people say, well, that's just, that takes the element of, you know, yeah. the vibe out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They also find out the people that schedule are happier with their relationship overall. I can see that. Oh, I understand that. Yeah. Failing to plan is planning to fail. Fail. <laughs> there you go, David. Exactly. <laughs> well, and the busier you get, the more kids, that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, you got to put it on the calendar because people get tired. They're like, yeah, you got to make sure it's on the calendar there. It may not happen. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay. If there's one big story today, David, what is I, it? I, I actually have a, a story that we can talk about in a few minutes here that I don't know if you would call it the biggest story of the day, but it certainly is enlightening. There is a young progressive activist who was profiled by the New York Times a couple of years ago as being like the fresh face 
of the Democrat Party. Yes. She and two others were just arrested for trying to firebomb a Jewish-owned business. Oh, buddy. Yeah, I want to hear about that story. We'll get to that. Um, Also, uh, David has a story about bats that will be part of his What's Your Story today. It's it's a wild story, actually, about bats that I don't think you want to miss. It's all coming up right here. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. David Van Camp, the millennial. These are the three numbers to remember. The sexy boomer. What do we have? We got something. We got Uh, insanity going in headphones. I got insanity in my headphones right now. I'm not really sure what's going on here. I don't know. Hmm. Scott Robbins is saying, not my fault. No, it is not your fault. I don't don't know what's going on right now. Well, I just immediately... Thought the uh, wheel had spun around and was pointing right at me again. So no, 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 I'm no, no. It's not hitting you. buttons Something. here. I think we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, you're all right, man. All okay. good. All right. Sexy boomer is not wrong today. Thanks. We got you. Well, back. Not, well we got a lot, a lot of show left. Oh yeah. Hang in there. Up to this point. Yep. Um, you had a story from yesterday, David, um, because the White House was honoring some people. Yeah. Well, yesterday was Trans Day of Remembrance, if you remember. Uh, yes. The White House took time to recognize people who've been killed this year. Uh, here is uh, the White House Press Secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre. Today, on Transgender Day of Remembrance, we grieve the 26 transgender Americans who were killed this year. Year after year, we see that these victims are disproportionately black women and women of color. No one should face violence, live in fear, or be discriminated against simply for being themselves. Yeah. Well, you know, some people have done some digging, and we've actually talked about a few of the people who are on this list of 26 people who were killed, mm-hmm. in the White House words, for being who they were. Now, a majority of them were killed by a current or former romantic partner. Um, okay. So not not what you think of when they they say that you know the trans community is facing a genocide or whatever um that that's because not, they say that they say that but that's really not what's happening it's a lot of interpersonal conflicts or uh sex workers or you know there's a whole lot of other things that come into play it's not some guy just walking up and killing somebody because they're trans um and in fact over the last decade or so there have been 10 10 convictions for anti-trans hate crimes. Wow. So not not a lot. Um, they now, called it an epidemic yesterday. They did. It's not, though. So a sampling of the 26 people who were killed for, quote-unquote, being themselves. One of them is a guy we've talked about. Tortuguita is what he called himself. Okay. He was part of the actual terrorist group. They're being charged as terrorists uh, who were trying to stop the construction of a police training facility in Atlanta. He got killed after he shot a Georgia state trooper. <laughs> uh, not a victim. Not killed for being no. himself. Killed for almost killing a, a police officer. But they're putting it out there like he was killed because he was trans. Yes. Another one is Devani Dre Johnson, who was killed after attacking a security guard with a fire extinguisher and a screwdriver. Hmm. Yeah. Killed for being herself. Then there's Vanko Brown, who we've talked about before, 
this person was killed after assaulting a security guard in San Francisco. Notably, the security guard was not charged because authorities said it was clearly justified. Banco tried to kill the guy wow. after being caught shoplifting twice within a couple of hours. And then uh, Banco starts attacking the security officer, tried to kill the security officer. A security officer shot and killed him. Yes. And then again, almost everyone else was killed by a current or former romantic partner, not killed for being trans. Well, then, and you've brought this up before, the chance of being murdered as just a general citizen is much higher than if you are trans. Yes, absolutely. But they don't tell you that. I know, man. It's just more of the it, it is stuff you just like swimming in it all the time. Well, if you had an honest media, they would call that out. Yeah. Of course, I mean, and you would say, "Listen, of course, everyone should be protected, and no one should be targeted just because they're trans no. or whatever." But when they put this out there, well, you do Day of Remembrance. You know exactly what they're trying to say, exactly what they're putting in your head when they say that that there's a massive amount of people that are killed just because they're trans so that's what they do this all the time say for instance the ladies that only get their news from yeah i know good morning america and the view and the view yeah think it, it's it is an epidemic yeah and it's a bunch of MAGA bros hunting down trans people yeah it's just insanity. out there waiting to kill them right just you had another news update david yeah uh so there was a group of uh of young people at a building in Merrimack uh, who were busted trying to firebomb a, a building called, or a business called Elbit System. It's an Israeli-owned company. And there was a protest, free Palestine protest that was going on. Three people were caught on the roof after police saw smoke billowing up from the roof of the building. And, well, uh, the three people who were arrested, they had incendiary devices at the top and were trying to do something to that building involving uh, things that go boom. Now, <laughs> one of the people that was arrested is a young lady named Kala Married. Now, the funny part about this is that just a couple of years ago, she was featured in a puff piece in the failing New York Times. And the headline was, An Army of 16-Year-Olds Take on the Democrats. Uh, and she was glowingly profiled here. Miss Walsh, a 16-year-old high school junior, uh, let's see, uh, is representative of an influential new force in Democratic politics. Activists, yeah. Activists who cut their teeth on the presidential campaigns of Senators Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. The full strength of these activists, many of whom are not old enough to vote, did not become clear until last fall when they were key to one of the year's most surprising upsets, helping Senator Edward J. Markey defeat a primary challenge from Representative Joseph P. Kennedy III. In conversation, Miss Walsh tends to downplay her movement, describing them as Markey teens and theater kids who formerly ran like Taylor Swift or K-pop stan accounts. And then okay. a couple of years later, she's firebombing yeah. an Israeli business. And the thing is, we're really not surprised. No, not at all. Not at all. By the way, um, do we have any examples of open Islamophobia in the United States where people are trying to do something terrible at a mosque or anything else? No, the only thing... If it is, I haven't heard it. Yeah, the only thing that keeps getting brought up is that horrible uh, 
murder in Illinois. Yeah, Chicago. Or that the was guy, terrible. Yeah, the yeah. guy murdered a, a child. Yes. And nothing outside of that. Nothing I've and heard. That's not to minimize that. It was and, awful. No, no. And if there was, you know yes. full well. Yes, you would. All right. It's time to move on. We do this every day about this time. Go around the table. May not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. Today, David, what's your story? I came across a headline yesterday, and I don't even know if I need to get into the story. I can if you're interested in it, but really okay. I'm just bringing you the headline here from ABC News. Scientists have solved the mystery of one of the animal kingdom's most disproportionately large penises thanks to a Dutch retiree recording bat sex in a church attic. Who? Do you want more of that okay, story? Okay, wait, or, hey, hey, well, think, wait yeah. just a second. Yeah. A Dutch retiree yes. who is researching bat penises yes. in what, the belfry of something? Yes, yes. Oh, my God, okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah. What's he doing up there? <laughs> I mean, I can tell you more of the story if you want it. Of course I do. Okay, yes. so this is the serotine bat. Uh, the wedding tackle on the male uh, version of that bat has baffled researchers for years because it's too large to use in the traditional sense. Ah, okay. They're like, well, how do they reproduce? Because this... It, it's, it's, yeah, well, right. doesn't work. Right, yeah. exactly, yeah. Um so this dude in the Netherlands decided to set up cameras in the attic of a local church and said, hey, guys, I figured it out. Uh, Jack Yukin is his name. He's a retiree, as I mentioned. He has no scientific background. But he said, I'm just going to put some cameras up there in the attic of this church. We're going to figure, this, figure out. this out. And so and, and scientists are like, wow, you did it. You cracked the code, you old weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what he found, Mr. Yukin, found that the bat wraps Mr. Kanish around the female in something they're called or Whoa. they're calling cloacal kissing. And so there's no actual there's no like Lego assembly if you understand right, what right, I'm I saying. It, yeah. Basically it's just sort of like seepage and spillage. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And apparently this process takes on average fifty three minutes. The longest one that was documented was thirteen hours. Wow. Holy smokes. Oh. Dropped Marvin Gaye's greatest hits in. It was 45 minutes after that. <laughs> <laughs> is that on the Bats playlist? I think it should you be think Chardet. I don't is? know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, that is something. Okay, top that, Scott. What's your story I can't. for what's your story? I, I feel like giving up right now. I can't. Uh, Target's second quarter earnings reports is out. Proved the uh, retail giant, as they refer to, has not yet rebounded from their pride fallout over the summer. Showing a 5.4% decrease in sales, the first drop in roughly six years. We saw that earlier. It's rebounded to just, well, 4.9%, so barely a budge. Thanks to Target's partnership with the satanic uh, designer. <laughs> you remember that guy? I forgot about and that. And the yeah. highly controversial Pride line, which pushed transgender extremism on an audience largely of kids. The backlash continues to hurt the store's bottom line. Hey, CEO, what do you have to say for that? Well, Brian Cornell reflected on the reports and said, mm, well, clearly it's been tougher than we expected this year. We're finally focused on just getting back to our growth. 
which I guess means that they've learned from their mistakes. They're going to readjust, he said, what their clientele wants and go back to selling products, not politics. Wow. Durr. <laughs> really? Okay. Uh, for my story today, I thought it would be good just as a learning sort of experience more than anything else. Because um, I don't know if you knew sleeping is racist. Sleeping? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Mm -mm. And I, I am learning now that if you are a person of color and you sleep, you are actually resisting. Okay. Wait a minute. You like that, David? Resisting? <laughs> yes. Resisting well, what? Against oppression. <laughs> so if you're asleep, you can't be oppressed? <laughs> Libs of TikTok shared this person that wants to uh, sort of educate the world. Uh, how? Yeah. I'll just let her take it away. Let's talk about the sleep gap. Did you know that black Americans do not sleep as well as white Americans do? The Center for Disease Control and Prevention conducted and published research in 2020 on sleep in the US. The results showed that 43.5% of black or African Americans had trouble sleeping compared with 30.7% of white respondents. Okay, a couple of reasons to bring this up. One, we've talked about it before. I, I do have sleep issues. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. whatever. Um, so it's sort of inside funny. And at the same time, as we say, it, is everything racist? Yeah. And yeah. sleep hadn't been touched yet, and now it has. Yeah. So here we go. Black and Latinx people in the U.S. spend 15% of their night in deep sleep, which is the most restorative and regenerative phase of sleep, compared to 20% mm. of white Americans. Poor sleep is a public health problem. Whether it's because of historical stress, maltreatment, or health inequities, black Americans do not sleep enough. See, this is one of the most unintentionally hilarious things of well, camp. This is getting the desired effect that I want. Well, well I'm, just, I'm just sitting here thinking, like, all right, well, uh, then uh, over the holiday, I'm going to uh, be sure to take a nap. And if my wife asks me why I'm leaving her with the kids all day, it's, I'll just respond, I'm doing the work. Okay. Yes. That's what I'm That's doing. what you're trying to do. I think to make up for time, you need to stay awake. You need to go sleepless right. for a week. Now I understand why all these white people went woke. There you go. There you go. See, it makes sense. And poor sleep is a feedback loop. And the effects of poor sleep mean you're more likely to get bad sleep again. This sleep gap is worsened for people that are low income, disabled, or undocumented. Looking back to the enslavement of black people in the U.S., Fatigue has been used as a measure of control against black people. Okay. This is why several campaigners and academics are pitching sleep as an act of resistance to the black community. <laughs> <laughs> to rest, even to take naps, is an act of self-care, is an act of resistance. So this yeah. Black History Month, to any black person watching this video, remember to rest. There you go. There you go. Listen, man, now I know how Mike Lindell can get in the good graces of liberals in America again. <laughs> Right. There you go. <laughs> He's just going to start mail, mailing out my pillows to, to, to black people. Yes, that's a great idea. Wow. Oh, it, uh, she said uh, Latinx, too. Oh, of course. She yeah. did. I saw her. Did it once. I haven't heard Latinx in a while. Yeah, there you go. First time. Um, sorry, David's got a story on Nikki Haley that we have to get to. But if you're traveling with a suitcase, a warning straight ahead.
for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommend a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Honey, come here, quick. What is it? Shh, check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. <laughs> nope, they always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See, it's right here. Whoa, that's a low price. I mean, whoa, that's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B21. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robin. Oh, you had a story on Nikki Haley, David? Yeah, she was doing a campaign event, taking questions from the crowd. One of the people giving the microphone was a little girl, somewhere around, I don't know, nine years old or so. Uh, She was wearing a Nikki Haley campaign hat, and then this occurred. I love your hat. Thank you. Thank you. One of your guys gave it to me for free. <laughs> like we all know that. I mean, there's no nine-year-old in America going out buying a Nikki, like Haley, Nikki Haley hat or any politician's hat. Exactly. Really, but no. Right. You thought she was a big fan. Apparently not. No. Did you see the story on suitcases? It's common sense. But figured to pass along anyway. They say never put it on the bed. Oh, you yeah. know how you you know pack yeah. oh, the yeah. suitcase, put it on the bed. That. I always do. Yeah, don't do that. Why? Uh, because your suitcase is filthy. And worse than you think. You know, you wheel it around the airport. Yeah. And you got to go into the restroom. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. And then when you get it home and unpack, you just put it on the bed to unpack and then put it back in the closet. Or in the hotel, on the hotel bed. Yeah. You know, it's picking up dirt and, yes, traces of feces. Mm-hmm. God, every... Yeah, I know. Traces of feces probably on your pillow in the hotel, too. No, definitely. <laughs> you know, you know they used to do those little... The wands that had the colored things come up. If yeah. that makes you feel better about it, that's fine. Yeah. But the chances of it on your suitcase from the airport bathroom is much greater yeah, than the pillow at the hotel yeah. that got washed. Yeah. And they said, if you don't believe it, take a Clorox wipe to your suitcase's wheels right now. Yeah. Oh, man. You don't have nothing with wheels on it, man. Just... Well, the other thing they said is 
you don't want to put it on the hotel bed because the bed bugs could get right on the suitcase. Well, <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> They're good jumpers. You read this stuff and you're like, I'm not going anywhere. And no, ever again. No. This is the Mark the Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. So Israel is wing approving the hostage deal we've said as far as our government that it's close know exactly what that means because as talk of you know just a temporary you know pause means one thing it seems like to our government and something else to the israeli government right they have to do what they have to do obviously we want the united states hostages to come home we want all of the hostage hostages to go home. Yeah. And how much can you trust Hamas in that whole deal? You don't know. So keeping an eye on that, seeing what happens. Meanwhile, as far as our government, um, violent leftists is the topic of conversation in this story, David. Yeah, well, leftist pro-Hamas demonstrators are getting violent in the streets. I mean, just in Massachusetts, uh, three young people were caught uh, trying to firebomb an Israeli-owned company. Uh, you've got, uh, you know, obviously a lot of vandalism going on, and it happened last week outside of the DNC headquarters in D.C. Lawmakers were trapped inside of the building because, well, there were mostly peaceful riots happening outside. Yeah, and I mean, it, it, these people should get the memo. You can riot at different places, but not outside the DNC. That's unacceptable. Right, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Some Democrats just don't know what to do with the beast they created here. Here's Democrat Representative Jamie Raskin. Weasel. I mean, I'm glad that there are young people who are taking an interest in peace and social justice. And those people I encourage. But for those who are um, somehow tempted to engage in pushing and shoving like, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, Kevin McCarthy, um, in Congress, but doing it outside. I'm totally opposed to that. They should study the history of nonviolent movements in America. Oh, oh stop it, jackass. Or, or, <laughs> Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> yeah, the, the story that Kevin McCarthy had uh, shoved uh, yeah. one lawmaker, and then Adam Kinzinger yeah. apparently claims that he got shoved a couple of times by Kevin McCarthy uh, while he was in Congress. And Okay, that... How is that possible? Adam Kinzinger is the biggest badass ever. Right. Just ask him. <laughs> you would think Kevin McCarthy right, would be going to get shot by anybody. Right. <laughs> That's pretty hard to believe. Yeah. 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 It is. yeah. But yeah, somehow uh, a hip check or an elbow check or something is, is on par with people yeah. chanting genocidal slogans while, I don't know, trying to break into a political party's offices embarrassing people they really are yes and we really need to come together to stand against islamophobia yeah that part's still missing you know the usually the left it's so yeah all the the rise in anti-semitism and islamophobia right because you got to have them both you got to always yes got to be part of it yes um 
Ron DeSantis in the news, David. Yeah, he is. Well, uh, Ron DeSantis had a town hall on Newsmax last night. At one point, the host played a little montage of left-wing lunatics criticizing him. Uh, here's a snippet of that. Interesting. Ron DeSantis is our greatest threat to democracy. I've made the point about DeSantis that I think he's functionally authoritarian. It's a lot of freedoms under siege. Ron DeSantis is worse than Donald Trump. You know what's crazy about that? Oh. I had some of those same clips last week. We just never got to it. The point being that you think it's Trump derangement syndrome with a lot of people on the left. And after, especially last summer, I started to wane off of that take because it seemed at the time DeSantis was going to be the guy. And it was like the meltdown had already started. Yeah. Worse than Trump. Look at the Trump's one thing, but DeSantis is far worse. Well, this is the only they, thing they've they got... all backed off it now because he's not a threat. No, you see exactly where this campaign is going, though. Yes, you really are starting to see it now. It's not going to be vote for our guy because he's great. It's going to be their guy is going to throw you in prison. He's going to kill you. <laughs> he, he's he's the threat to democracy. Whoever it is, flavor of the month, threat to democracy. A lot of times, but it has nothing to do with our guy being good. No, no. It's this guy is going gonna, is gonna to throw you into uh, concentration camps. Fear is a motivator. I mean, it's it's wild that this is the strategy, though. So how did DeSantis respond to this? Well, yeah, here's his response. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I wear those criticisms like a badge of honor. But think yeah. about what some of these people are saying. You have the head of the National Teachers Union who sued Florida because we had schools open during COVID. She wanted to lock the kids out of school. You have Newsom. He locked them down, and then he went and partied at the French Laundry uh, and basically telling everyone, let them eat cake. So, so these folks, uh, they don't put their money where their mouth is. Uh, we've actually stood up and done things uh, that have made people's lives better. And I can cite your statistics chapter and verse, but I don't even need to do that. People are moving into Florida because we've created an oasis of freedom. They're leaving California, they're leaving New York, and they're leaving Illinois uh, because those states have infringed on people's well-being and their freedoms. It's very true. Yes, absolutely. I still think he'd make a very good president. I do, too. And maybe in the future sometime. I don't see him winning the primary here against well, Trump. Well, there's still a lot of long got over a year to go yet, so we'll see. Right. Why are you saying there's a chance? Oh, I'm saying there's always a chance. Okay, you want to bet? I'll give you 10 to uh, 1 hell odds. no, I don't want to bet. Are you 10 to 1 insane? odds? 20 to 1? 20 to 1. Okay, I'll go 20 to 1 with you. That DeSantis will be the guy. That somebody other than Trump will be the guy. I thought you said DeSantis. I want the field. If you're going to take Trump, I want the field. Oh, you're changing sure. the well, you're no. giving here. He's giving you 20 to 1 odds. I mean, 20 to 1. I, but listen, nobody's even within shouting distance mm -hmm. right now. So if I take the field, that seems pretty secure on his part, it's right? not the way you started out those talking points there. Kind of backing right, off. Well, it, I seems. want the field. If I'm going to go 20 to 1, field. I want I the I mean, field. if that no. 20 to 1 offer is open, I'll take DeSantis on that. Yeah, sure. Why not? No. Dang. Not to you, David. <laughs> What's the difference? What's the difference? David said he will, and if I would have, you would have taken it, but then he says it, you don't take it. No, he owes me more money. Oh. Okay. <laughs> the way the bets are right now. All right. You know, you think about DeSantis, and everybody said he made such a huge mistake with that Disney fight. I still don't see it that way. Oh, no. no I don't either. No. By the way, and this is a totally different story, but somewhat, I guess, on topic. The Marvels, Eesh. the second week of that movie, that earned the worst second weekend drop of all time. Disney's in big trouble, man. 
Wow. Uh, okay, David, you've seen a lot of these movies. Yeah. Why do you think that this movie, The Marvels, is just not doing well? I Is it because it's an all-female lead? No, I, I really don't think that's it. I think sometimes there are people who sort of read into that too much. To me, I, I, I think there's a couple things. One, the marketplace is inundated with Marvel stuff. Yeah. Superhero movie burnout is a real thing. It's kind of like, okay, everybody got to the Avengers Endgame. Let's yeah. press pause. Let's wait a little while before we reboot the entire franchise with Iron Man, you know, starring some other uh, right. upcoming actor. Um, I, I Yeah, I, I think that's part of it. The other thing is, man, I honestly did not even know that movie was coming out. Really? Yeah, I had not seen. And I, I don't watch... Uh, traditional broadcast television, right. so maybe that's why I missed it. But it is kind of amazing. This is the first Marvel movie release that I saw, or that was that was out there that I just didn't know was even coming. Well, it's interesting too because it got bad reviews from people that sometimes, because of the messaging, will give it a decent review. They just said it was kind of a mess. Yeah. And I, I think the reason the all-female lead is getting knocked around because there have been other movies like that that have not done well, like the Ghostbusters right? reboot, things like that. Was there any other know. superhero that hasn't been exploited yet? I've never even heard of these people when the movie came out. I had not either, but I'm not right, a who they were. Well, I'm not person. either, but that well, well, was like Captain Marvel. And that I liked that movie for what it was, but I get it if somebody saw that movie and said, you know what, I don't need to see Brie Larson anymore. I understand that mindset. Yeah. Well, I think for me it was at the second Avengers. Um, I know people loved it. I was just like, okay, I've seen these now. Yeah. Almost like glad it's over. Okay, it's fun. Good enough. I'm I'm good there now. I don't need to see any more of them. Um, I don't know if you happen to see this going around. Uh, and this this could be fun to kick around. It's about millennials. And should we thank millennials? for getting rid of these sorts of things, okay? Okay. Like 10 things we're glad millennials ended or ruined. Oh. With the boomer here, because yeah. usually the battle is between the boomers and the millennials. That's true. Um, 10 things the millennials have ruined. Okay, go ahead. The first is the idea that work is the most important thing. Yeah. Or loyalty to the workplace. Because millennials push the notion that you shouldn't go above and beyond. You should act your wage and be paid what you're worth. Right. They determine that, too, by the way. Not your employer. They do. <laughs> well, I I sense a little irritation here, Scott. Well, yeah, because, I mean, well, I'm worth much more. Well, you then go get it. <laughs> well, I think that's what they've tried to do. Yeah. Well, bitch about it. Just go do it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now would you say that work is the most important thing? Well, I well, I'm going to sound bad if I say that. No, I don't think it's the most important thing, but I don't know if it's second either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, behind the curtain here with the show, I think if there was one of us that put work ahead of everything else more than the other two, it's not close, right? Yeah. And that would be you, Scott. Yeah, probably. And it's, it, it, some of this just plays out with the different things they go down in this list. Right. I'm more just having fun with it. Um, uh, millennial dads have made being a dad cool instead of being an absent father. No, I Do you see that? I play out. Yeah, I hadn't heard I, that before. But you being a millennial, David, to me, I, I think 
Yes. Yeah, I do. And I, I think it's because a lot of people my age, and I, I've referenced this before, uh, a lot of us have come from broken homes and mm -hmm. have decided that if you are going to have kids, that you want to not repeat that. Right. You want to lean in. You want to lean that. into it. You want to have yeah. fun. You want to try to be the dad that maybe you didn't have. Right. Uh, well, I was not an absent dad, so. Oh, no one was saying that. Oh, okay. But no, you stepped no. in and was a no, dad I'm, where there was an absent no, dad. No, right. You did great with that. I don't know about that, but I mean, I, I did my best. <laughs> We're basically just trying to, you know, unscrew up society after the boomers. <laughs> See, I know. We get blamed for that. I didn't do that. That I didn't do. Everything else you can go ahead and blame me for. Uh, something else people are glad that uh, millennials ended or ruined was the stigmas of mental health, depression, and anxiety. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why are you rolling your eyes, Scott? Oh, I don't know, because everybody suffers from it now. If you're a, a Gen X or a millennial, whatever, every bad every bad thing you've ever done in your life is because you were mentally ill. Well, <laughs> your generation just drank away the pain. I mean, it was, well, that was the answer. Right, self-medicating. There was an answer there. See, I think just, I but wanna... we didn't have to leave home to do it, David. That was right, a great just, thing. Just bottle up those emotions and... Put them in a shot glass. That's there you go. See, I think I want to save the rest of these for later so we can just have more uncomfortable silence and guys get ticked at each other on the show. It makes it more fun. Yeah, I love that. Yep. Oh, speaking of, like, not being a good dad, did you see what Brad Pitt's kid called him? A world-class hole. Oh, my. Oh, man. We'll get to that. And a news update straight ahead. Thirty-six thousand twenty-five one. These are the three numbers to remember to get the visibility and control you need to make the right business decisions instantly. Thirty-six thousand. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system. Twenty-five. NetSuite turns twenty-five this year. That's twenty-five years of helping businesses do more with less and drive down expenses. One because your business is a one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at NetSuite.com slash MVR. That's NetSuite.com slash MVR to get your very own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash MVR. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. 
All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Maybe you've seen the stories. The new president president of Argentina. Yes. Uh, he's got people on the left freaking out. Of course he does. Uh, because he says he's going to do away with all these different programs, like woke programs. Yeah. And he, you know, it's not in English, but he's saying, gone, gone, gone. He's taking these things off this, like, sort of like a bulletin board, like ripping the piece of paper off. Mm-hmm. Like the diversity, you know, department, gone. Passionately. <laughs> gone. Gone. All of that stuff. But one of the things that's been brought up about Argentina and this election is that we're talking about paper ballots here. Well, those are racist. Why are they racist? Well, because people don't know how to get to the place where you can fill out the paper ballot. Yes, they do. They don't know what time to be there. They don't know what day. They figure it out. So people brought up, why is it they can hand count all of their ballots in a few hours? It is interesting, isn't it? Isn't it funny? But the big blue areas in our swing states take several days with machines. And Wokeness put that out. I'm like, that's a great question. So you've got 25 to 30 million paper ballots in Argentina. In Maricopa County, you got... 1.9 million ballots. It takes much longer than a few hours. Yeah, a few days. Milwaukee, 460,000 ballots. Detroit, 250,000 ballots. Fulton County, 523,000 ballots. Uh, It takes a long time. Well, they're not ready to be harvested at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got... You got to understand, they fr- they spend the first 48 hours seeing how many votes they need to make up in order for their guy to win. Yes, that's true. It's strange, isn't it? Then they go out and get them. They find them. Mm-hmm. To say, man, it's weird. You, these people have these leads late, and then all of a sudden, overnight, there's a new batch, and all of a sudden, that it's flipped. You wake up, and something different's going on. Yeah. And if you happen to mention that, election denier! Oh, yeah. I just want a simple answer to that question a lot of times. That's it. Oh, I mentioned this. This was out of uh, the Daily Mail. We're talking about fathers, sons, dads, that sort of thing, and what Brad Pitt's son said about him. This was said a little while back, but it was just put into the Daily Mail. It was on Father's Day, and it's Pax Jolie Pitt. Son, he's 19 now. When he was 16, he lashed out and said, you time and time again prove yourself to be a terrible and despicable person. You have no consideration or empathy toward your four youngest children who tremble in fear when in your presence. My. Whoa. He went on to say that uh, his dad made the lives of those closest to me, meaning the kid, a constant hell. You may tell yourself in the world whatever you want, but the truth will come to light someday. And then he finished it off with, so happy Father's Day, you effing awful human being. Was wow. that a Hallmark card? Because I couldn't well, find you... that one. <laughs> no. No, that it's under the effing awful human being tab. I see. Okay. At, That's at why I missed it. You got to look yeah, for I'm... that one. Yeah. Wow. It's next to the Mad Dog. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Haven't seen Mad Dog 2020 in a while. Except it's Mad Dad 2020. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And that's brutal. You know this is going to be a book at some point in time, too. You know, I don't know how much Angelina Jolie figures into any of that either, so. 
This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, I'll ask you in a second the biggest story of the day. There was a short debate within my family last night between Pitt, Jennifer Aniston, and Angelina Jolie, who was the best person of the three. We don't know any of them. But if you were to say, who was? Aniston. I think so. Jolie. No way. That's That was the vote. No way. Listen, I don't agree with her political stances a lot of times, but as far as caring for other people, or at least the appearance, you got to give that one she to Jolie. She wore a necklace with Billy Bob Thornton's blood and a vial in it. <laughs> she's eccentric, Scott. <laughs> you couldn't roll with a chick like that. Don't, no. That doesn't mean she's not a better person. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> couldn't sleep either. <laughs> All right, we got to get to a news update. Much more straight ahead right here. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, someone was speaking about Donald Trump. Who is this, David? Oh, uh, Dan Goldman. Dan Goldman uh, being a Democrat representative. Uh, and, uh, well, he's trying to walk back something he said about Donald Trump. This is what he said on MSNBC. Okay. Damn, I'm trying to picture this guy. In oh, my you, head. You, when you see him, you'd know him because he's like, a loudmouth. He's been yapping a lot. All right. His rhetoric is really getting dangerous, more and more dangerous. Um, it is just uh, unquestionable at this point that that man cannot see public office again. He is not only unfit, he is destructive to our democracy, uh, and he has to be. Uh, he has to be eliminated. Whoa. Has to be eliminated. eliminated. Whoa! I know, right? Exactly. That's that's pretty insurrectiony, isn't it? Calling for an assassination. Yeah. Well, <laughs> seems he put, like it. He put this out on Twitter afterwards. Yesterday on TV, I mistakenly used the wrong word to express the importance for America that Donald Trump doesn't become president again. While he must be defeated, I certainly wish no harm to him and do not condone political violence. I apologize for the poor choice of words. Hmm. Lightweight. Shut up. Trump said vermin the other day, and people flipped out, said he's Hitler. This guy actually says, and this is the funny part. He is destructive to our democracy, uh, and he has to be be eliminated. Eliminated. That sounds like democracy. Right, Right, exactly. That's right. I mean, that's incitement, isn't it? One could say so, yes. Yeah, it's been defined for us. Yeah. Well, that's just it, man. You know, we brought up that new president of Argentina earlier mm-hmm. and the left freaking out. And to hear this guy go off on Trump, I don't know if he's seen some of the things that the new president of Argentina has said about different things. I don't know if you've heard some of these. Javier Malay, his name, considers Pope Francis a filthy leftist. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> he's Catholic. I don't know about a fit, filthy leftist, but he certainly is far left. Yes. Yeah. That dude's Catholic. He's not happy with the Pope. Said that uh, the redistribution of wealth is a violent act called climate change, a lie of socialism. (laughs) His governing philosophy is that you can't give bleep leftists an inch. Yep. I agree with that one. Excrement. Yeah. Pledged in the Central Bank of Argentina. And as far as his view on China, he doesn't cut deals with communists. (laughs) <laughs> damn <laughs> oh and then the whole thing with abortion have you ever heard his take there no oh quoted and he doesn't shy away he said when you construct 
on the basis of an incorrect moral principle, the result is filth. How can being able to kill other human beings be a right gained? As a liberal, I believe in the unrestricted right to life based on the defense of life, liberty, and property. I defend life. Biology says that life begins with conception. And then when he was asked about other politicians, he said, Mickey Mouse is the aspiration of every Argentine politician because he is a disgusting rodent whom everybody loves. God damn. <laughs> oh, this dude, man. Wow, man. <laughs> Holy smoke. You watch the different interviews, and you can't help but laugh. Yeah. Now, if you're on the left, you're probably, you know, like, tensing up and tears are happening and everything else. Uh, I, but, yeah, it's a trip. I like how rodent. one analyst put it, based on the headwinds that he faces there politically, it's probably yes. going to be a spectacular failure, but, man, it's going to be an awesome ride yeah somebody else had said if he gets 10 to 20 percent done of what he wants to get done it would be a huge win because of what he's facing there very entertaining okay uh david you had a story on cbs news uh yeah cbs news has decided to uh really take on the whole book banning conspiracy there is no book banning. No, there is no book banning. There's no. there's getting extremely graphic content out of grade school libraries, but if you are the parent of a grade schooler and you like those books, you can still go buy those books. They are not banned. Sure. Nope. But CBS News uh, ran a promo for a documentary that's about the left-wing conspiracy theory that books are being banned across the country. And just, I mean, I just try to imagine... That you are somebody that th this is the only news show you watch. Okay. And we then get this. you understand why people believe what they believe. All right. Roll it. There's a new documentary shedding light on the thousands of books that have been removed from schools and libraries across the country. It's called The ABCs of Book Banning. It's directed by award-winning producer that Sheila Nevin. She's a badass who knows her stuff. It features interviews with children and authors and looks at how book bans affect everybody. Here's what it Scott got put off by the badass. Well, girl power. Nobody bro. even knows who she is. <laughs> you know, you have, you have to throw award winning out there. Got everybody on the. I'm the only one that hasn't won an award. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> okay, it goes on. Here's what an eight year old named Ridley had to say. Everyone deserves to have these beautiful books. They teach them about culture, um, what they can be, what if they want to be what they want to be, they should be able to be what they want to be. But they can't be without knowing what it means. Ooh, the ABCs of book banning. Where did you guys find Ridley? Yes. Oh, he's amazing. oh my gosh, he's spot on, spot on. We agree with you. I agree with you, Ridley. Oh, Ridley. You agree with Ridley? That's right. You Definitely. 100%. We agree with you. He's my man. Are right. we giving the mentally challenged jobs well, I, as news anchors? I also now understand why they love Kamala Harris so much. What? Wow. What did I just hear? Okay. Some precocious, coached up child yes yeah, saying some nonsense about that, that how was, can they be what they want to be if they fed, don't know what it is food fed lines by a crazed parent do you understand that's garbage there's a place for parents and there's a place for teachers and teachers and the school don't belong in that place to coach your kid up on trans nonsense when they're in grade school 
Well, that get, is so crappy and dishonest. It's really disgusting. Such a problem. Homeschool your kid and throw all sorts of those books at them. You can do whatever you want. Absolutely. I mean, there's many topics in a school that's never going to be covered that you might think is a really good thing for your kid. And then it's up to you to teach them that. If you want to do it, go ahead and do it. But it's up to the school. Gail King, she's a badass award winning. <laughs> and how about that child that parroted those talking points? Oh, yeah. Ooh, wow. the ABC's a book banning. Where did you guys find Ridley? Yeah. Oh. Central Casting. Unbelievable. Precocious child loses gig <laughs> pushing for Cheerios, but gains a gig doing this. Wow. By the way, I, and I don't know this, David, and I'm sure you can check in a heartbeat. As far as CBS or any other legacy media outlet, did they cover anything as far as the new study out of the Ohio State University when it comes to global warming? Because um, I'm guessing they didn't. No, I have not, not seen that. Okay. I happened to see this last night. David Strum was writing about it. He saw it in the Telegraph. Telegraph covered the story. Um, and it's about climate change. New study out of Ohio State shows current models, you know, which are used to push all the predictions. The apocalypse! We're all going to die! Um, yeah, it's not happening. The warming is actually not happening. And they've underestimated the uptake of CO2 by plants. The plants are absorbing the CO2 much more than had anticipated. Mm. So the warming is not on the schedule like AOC of 10 years, we're going to die. Right. Or by 2050, we're going to die. It seems like this is kind of a big deal because you have, you see this in polling, especially younger voters or just younger people. They're freaked out by the climate. It's one of the reasons they say kids are depressed because they're going to grow up in a world that they think everybody's going to die because there's not going to be oh, yeah. enough resources. And that's because of climate change. Well, Trinity College Dublin even said its research painted an uncharacteristically upbeat picture for the planet after finding models had failed to take into account all of the elements of photosynthesis. More trees. Yeah, green plants use light energy from the sun to convert carbon dioxide, water, and minerals into the sugars they need for growth. So the long story short, without getting into stuff that's above my pay grade, it's that, well... The planet is not warming in the way the models had anticipated, and that is good news. But do you think legacy media is going to report on that study? Well, there's a whole industry propped up because yeah. of it. I mean, no. Well, again, it, you know, the, the, the climate change hysteria is nothing, has nothing to do with pollution. It has nothing to do with saving the earth or anything like that. Its goal is to scare the hell out of people because scared people are mm -hmm. easily controlled. Absolutely. That that's what it is. Well, you know, the the planet's dying and therefore I need to give up my uh car and therefore I need to accept a lower standard of living because we just need to stop oil. Right. Yes. And you would think also with all the people freaked out by global warming when you have good news, wouldn't you want to share it with these kids so they feel a little better? Heck no. Oh no, you can't do that. Uh-uh. You're making little revolutionaries. Absolutely. Part of the Marxist playbook. Okay. Yeah, On a lighter note. played right and left, you know? Yeah. On a lighter note, say you're 
hanging out with family around Thanksgiving and you got that one Cousin Eddie kind of character. Mm -hmm. Hey, David, I noticed the show's doing well. You're doing well. Yeah. Congrats. It's great. I hate to ask, but man, could you help me out with a little business venture I'm thinking about? <laughs> a little money? A little uh, spare a little my way? Edward, the answer is no. Kevin O'Leary. You like him, Scott, oh, from Shark him. Tank. Yeah. Um, he was asked this question. Mr. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Said, you know what? Here's the deal. Uh, never loan with a family member. Don't do it. It's a gift. Just think of it as a gift. You do the money thing. Said, but I don't want to loan anybody any money. Okay, I don't want anyone to owe me or drive a wedge in my family. So I, I agree to a one-time gift. Of course, he's using his numbers, not the numbers that we might use. Right. right. For example, if a family member asks for $150,000 <laughs> uh, to start a restaurant, said, I'll give them $50,000 as a gift that I never want back. But there's two conditions. One, they can never ask for more money. Two, they can never talk about the gift again. I'm like, wow. So I did, he does it once. Yeah. Yes. So every member well, of his family now is going to hit him for fifty grand that hasn't. Well, I'm, I'm guessing that he's already been down that road. He might have. Yeah. I'm just yes. looking for my, you know, long lost Uncle O'Leary, uh, right now. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even need fifty. I mean, give me give me like twenty. That's fine. Irish descent in the family. There. Yeah. David. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But then uh, ask for a hundred and twenty grand. It seems like that'd be the floating right. scale. He'll give right. you twenty for that. But the whole thing of look at it as a gift, I think, is probably. I think a that's good probably idea. yeah, absolutely, you have to. You're not going to get it back. But also, not ever. Don't ask again. Right. There you go. What you got? All right. We got to get to another news update. Yeah, a few things going on today. Straight ahead. Thirty-six thousand twenty-five one. These are the three numbers to remember to get the visibility and control you need to make the right business decisions instantly. Thirty-six thousand. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system. Twenty-five. NetSuite turns twenty-five this year. That's twenty-five years of helping businesses do more with less and drive down expenses. One because your business is a one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at NetSuite.com slash MVR. That's NetSuite.com slash MVR to get your very own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash MVR. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. 
Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. David, maybe you can help clear this up. This guy that was somehow associated with Pete Buttigieg, you know, like a friend or mentor, something like that, just received a 30-year prison sentence in a child porn case. There were 500 victims? Yeah. Yeah. Th- this is a former mayor in Maryland, uh, Patrick Wilhan. Uh, sentenced to 30 years in prison uh, for the exploitation of more than 500 children. Uh, He pleaded guilty to over uh, 100 counts of possession and distribution of child sexual abuse material. Uh, He was the mayor of College Park, Maryland, until last March when he resigned to, quote, deal with his own mental health. Uh, Back in 2019, this guy called Buttigieg his buddy and said that he was even mentored by the now Secretary of Transportation. Well, he was with Buttigieg at the White House. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know. Thank you, Secretary Buttigieg. Uh, not Buttigieg, <laughs> Buttigieg. What was, uh, what was that one? That I almost was forgot by... about that one, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Buttigieg thing? God, that's terrible. Yeah, he couldn't get that one out. That was a struggle for Biden. That's when Thank he was you, sharper. Secretary Buttigieg. Bu- yeah. Oh, that was just from a few weeks ago. There, there were a couple. Yeah. That one's a little bit older. Trump is still the king, though, of that one because... It's a little bit like Nickelback. Once you got the formula for hits, <laughs> <laughs> you can kind of go back to it again. Slurring is like Nickelback. <laughs> so that was... I don't even mind the Nick. I don't mean to take a shot at the I Nick know like don't. that. I know you know. Well, you know, with, with the Mayor Buttigieg thing or Pete Buttigieg thing uh, and this former mayor of College Park, Maryland... I mean, you think about the headlines that happened when, uh, oh, well, I mean, just recently, Steve Scalise, this thing from like 20 years ago where he shows up at a conference, talks about taxes, and then right. finds out that it was put on by an organization started by David Duke, former KKK guy. Bro, that's a great example. And everybody, I mean, still just a couple months ago, mm-hmm. liberals were bringing this back up. Oh, he's big in the KKK and blah, blah, blah. And, well, actually, you have even Biden administration advisors trying to go out and say, no, 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 hold on a second. That really, he did not know of that connection. Right. Um, he, you know, there was the the misquote of him saying something like, I'm David Duke without the baggage, which right. no one has been able to corroborate. Right. And, but in uh, this situation... These guys were at least close enough where the guy they, came to the White House. Yeah, I mean, they, they met at the U.S. Conference of Mayors winter meeting in, what, 2015? And he w- they were they worked together. Yeah. Yeah, this would be covered a whole lot different if he happened to be Republican. Thank you, Secretary Buttigieg. Maybe they should have Trump say, just help him. Buttigieg! <laughs> Buttigieg! They say, edge, edge. <laughs> 
that's all. That's an all timer, man. <laughs> oh yeah, that's an all timer. Oh, I forgot all about that. You know, it's interesting. Totally switching gears. You know who won eleven Billboard Music Awards last night? This is kind of remarkable to me in a way. Like the song says, you win some, we lose some. Last award show I went to, we we came home empty-handed. And this one, I don't have enough hands for them all. That's Morgan Wallen. Racist. Remember when his career was over? Oh, yeah. Then he apologized and the fans just kept buying the records? And it, you thought at the time, maybe his career is over. Not even close. No, it's been forgiven. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends, yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, yesterday at the White House, uh, there was an honor going oh, on. Yeah, well, it was uh, Trans Day of Remembrance. Right. Where the White House wanted to recognize, I think it was this year, 26 trans or non-gender conforming individuals who had died or been killed, I should say. Now, in, in, in many of these cases, it was an intimate partner in either current or ex-love uh, interest. Well, tell me if I'm wrong here, what they're implying during the day of remembrance yeah. is that these people were killed because they're they were trans. trans. That, and yeah. that's what the White House press secretary actually said. No one should be killed simply for being themselves. Who they are. And who they are and all that stuff. And, that, and that's what the implication is with all of this. Now, again, not one of the cases in this case, they can all be tragic. That's fine. Yes. But, um, well, I would argue in a few of the cases, not tragic. They had it coming not because they were trans or anything, but because they were violent criminals. Oh, and they were assaulting people as it happened. Yeah, and um, and so, but but again, I mean, it's not like somebody just went and saw a trans person and killed them. Most of the time it was due to interpersonal violence and disagreements that were right. happening. But also included in the list uh is uh Devani Jure Johnson who was killed after attacking a security guard with a fire extinguisher and a screwdriver uh Banco Brown who was killed after assaulting a security guard in San Francisco got busted shoplifting twice uh in the same day and tried to kill the security guard the security guard shot and killed this person um to the point where even authorities in San Francisco did not charge that guy with a crime they said this is clearly self-defense but according to Green Jean-Pierre, if that person had not been trans, he wouldn't have been smoked. Right, exactly. Then you've got, got Tortuguita, uh, part of the actual terrorist group trying to stop the construction of a police training facility in Atlanta. Uh, multiple, I think it's 61 people are being charged right now in a RICO case uh, in Georgia. Um, and their uh, domestic terrorism is on the table. Now, Tortuguita, as he was known, he was killed after he shot a Georgia state trooper. Well, that happens a lot when you shoot a state yeah, trooper. If you, if you yeah, if you shoot yeah. a state trooper, you can expect uh, to find yourself in the midst of a two-way range. Yes. That's how this works. 
Uh, now, there just happened to be an update on this case uh, published in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution about Tortuguita, the person that the White House, among others, honored as a trans or non-binary person who was killed wow. for just being who they were. Wow. Uh, the personal diary of Manuel Tortuguita Terran, an activist who died after exchanging fire with police near the site of the planned public safety training center, was filled with phrases such as, quote, cop cars love being on fire, prisons were built to be burned down, burn police vehicles, and kill cops. Hmm. Yeah. Killed that person was honored. They were. Yeah. Honored yesterday. I'm actually relieved that they I, I, I I'm it's crazy that I feel relief at this, but I, I I'm relieved that they did not include the Nashville shooter in the list of trans or non gender conforming people who were killed this year. They yeah, at least had enough that. common decency to not put <laughs> that monster on this list. Right. But they put other monsters on the list. But they put actual terrorists right. on the list. Wow. You know, we brought this up before, and especially since the documentary came out, The Fall of Minneapolis, and you can check it out for yourself, thefallofminneapolis.com. It's really well done. tells the whole story of George Floyd, and you'll find out, at least in my opinion, I found out things I thought I knew. We covered this all the time. Mm -hmm. There was more information that I did not know, and the lengths that the left and media and officials in Minnesota went to to just lie to people. Just leave it at that. But since that time, they also talked about in the documentary how it's affected black communities and the crime and then the murders. And it's all gone through the roof. And it's really unfortunate. So I just wanted to see a stat when we were talking about this story off air. And I Googled number of blacks shot and killed in the United States. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is what came back. People shot to death by U.S. police 2017 through 2023. I put nothing about police in my search. Uh, the second one, rate of fatal police shootings, United States 2015 to 2023. Then another, by month, people shot to death by United States police. 2017 through 2023. And then number of people killed by police by ethnicity followed by U.S. data on police shootings and violence, followed by mapping police violence, followed by list of unarmed African-Americans killed by law enforcement. Yeah. That's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> no, because, again, a lot of these news outlets and these high-minded researchers at elite universities don't actually care about black people. They care about uh, the revolution among or above everything else. Because if you really cared about crime about deaths of black people you would be talking about what a black citizen is for or the the, the way that a black person is what four thousand times more likely to die yes. than dying at the hands of a police officer and that is draw your conclusions from this but that is another black person yes well and then you can get into how often is a cop killed by a black person as opposed to a cop killing a black yeah. person you know all those different things i just want to know how many unfortunate and awful deaths are there but you can't find it because it's slanted that way in the yeah. search well of course it is. yes 
Um, another story out there. Uh, it seems like the fight against DEI is a long way to go. It's making some gains. There's a story out of Iowa. The Board of Regents has approved recommendations to scale back DEI initiatives at state universities. Good. You can go through the different details of the story, but, you know, some of the things they're talking about. But one, um, as far as a recommendation that they're taking, is they're barring any policy requiring students, faculty, or others to share their pronouns. You don't have to do that. Because some places, if you don't share what your pronoun is, you're in trouble. Well, yeah. You got to go along. Some, a lot of governmental agencies, by the way. Also banning consideration of race or other protected class status mm -hmm. in admissions. Standardize uh, issuance of annual employee guidance regarding the separation of personal political advocacy from university business and employment activities. And to support intellectual and philosophical diversity and free speech and civ uh, civic education. So do you take that to mean if they're having a conservative speaker on campus that all the people that are going to throw a fit about it doesn't mean you're going to get your way anymore, that they can actually come there and speak? Sounds that way. I think that's what that means. I mean, you're never quite sure, um, but that's what you're thinking anyway. And that would be a good thing. Um, you know, we're getting close to Thanksgiving. I feel like I want to just give you a good news story. Um, something somewhat heartwarming. <laughs> Did you have a hard time finding one? <laughs> well, I'm, I was looking for one, and yeah. this is pretty cool. There's a couple of World War II vets from North Carolina, Miller Denson and Joe Stroud. They've been searching for each other for 76 years. Oh, man. They just met up, which I thought was pretty cool. Fantastic. They met in the Navy when they were 17. We're best friends. They're both 96 now. So a family friend helped uh, Miller track Joe down this past summer. So they've been talking on the phone for the last few months and then finally met up in person on wow, Friday. that's really cool. And I think how you could lose track of one another, and as you're getting older, as far as social media, you may not be on that, whatever. It's like, how do I find this person? I'm not quite sure. And then for them to come back together. So many connections on social media, though. It's like somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. You know, that kind of thing. Yes. It's amazing it took this long. Yeah. yeah. Drag him down. Yeah. Well, you know, my dad, his Army buddy, um, he had a lot of different buddies in the Army. But one specific guy was from Mississippi. And for a while, like family vacations, we would drive to Mississippi and spend a few days. Yeah with his army buddy and their family. And you got to see, you know, sort of a different culture, different, you know, way of life in a way. And it was a really cool thing. And then you'd meet at, you know, a specific destination mm -hmm. for a vacation, that kind of thing. It was always very cool. So I like to think about something pleasant like that yeah. in the midst of all of the darkness. There were some guys who were really tight, though, that served together. I mean, because they were together for like four years anyway. Almost every day, you know? So, yes. Yeah. And you always have that shared experience yeah. and the bond that's created. Yeah. My dad was in during peacetime, but I remember him having several Army buddies. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a very cool thing. Of course, we mentioned earlier, the Army is now saying, hey, for you people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They got booted out for not getting vaccinated. Yeah. You can come on back now. Yeah, we'd we like to have you. We kind of need you right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> recruiting numbers are way down. Way down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. There is that. Okay, we got to get to another news update. And then there's all these debates about Thanksgiving. Do you nap after the meal, or is that the time to go take a walk and work it off?
We got some questions for you coming up right here. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. This Thanksgiving at Total Wine and More, find Pinot Noirs and Cabernets that you adore. Our helpful guides are so friendly and nice. So many bottles to try at the lowest price. So gather with friends as you sit down to eat. Grateful for all who made Thanksgiving complete. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Did you forget to add Stamps.com to your holiday wish list last year? Well, we all make mistakes. Stamps.com has been helping businesses like yours save time and money during the holiday rush for 25 years with easy access to USPS and UPS services and exclusive rates up to 84% off. With Stamps.com, all you need is a computer and a printer. They even send you a free scale, so you'll have everything you need to get started. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell products online. And easily take care of orders on the go with the Stamps.com mobile app. Schedule package pickups and find the cheapest, fastest, to shipping options right from the dashboard or mobile app. Running low on supplies? Stamps.com has you covered with the Supply Store, where you can order shipping and mailing supplies, labels, even printers. The holidays are hard enough. Make things easy with Stamps.com. Use code TIMESAVER for a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code TIMESAVER. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jeremy Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. You know, when you're talking about the whole situation with Israel and Hamas, and you think about the Palestinian people, it's terrible. Yeah, I think a lot of people have compassion for what's going on. And then you're always given this mixed sort of message about the attitudes there. I don't know. We're not there. Mm-hmm. You're looking at polling, different things. And so there was this poll by the Arab world for research and development. And I mean, this is not just the Jerusalem Post. This is published in the Palestine Chronicle. So you're taking it for what it is. Um, And if you've heard this before, well, it is true. 75% of Palestinians directly said they supported what happened October 7th. Mm -hmm. Even with all this savagery, supported it. Um, and 76% said they viewed the Hamas terrorist organization positively. Over 22% said negative. Which is interesting because the other terrorist organization there that gets, you know, a lot of attention, the Islamic Jihad yeah. organization, they're viewed 84.2% positively. Ah. Trending better than Hamas there. Okay. Um, now, as far as viewing Israel negatively, that's 97.3%. Jeez. 
You know who's worse? U.S.? Yes. Yeah, mm. I saw Barely. that. Barely. Yeah. Oh, you saw this? I did. 97.6%. Jeez. Yeah, 64% viewed Iran negatively. And then you get deeper into it, and you're like, wow, they're not really fans of anybody when it comes down to it. But let's negotiate. Palestinians mostly hated all other surrounding countries and groups, including the U.N., the E.U., the International Red Cross, Russia, China, Islamic countries, media entities, and more. Golly. Well, yeah, I understand why the other Arab nations in that region why they would hate them, because every single one of those nations have kicked them out in the past. That is true. Because there's a strong association with terrorist organizations. I mean, it's just basic history over the last less than a century now uh, to watch this unfold. The plight of the Palestinian people a lot of times, and I'm, you know, again, of course I'm not talking about that newborn baby in a hospital that needs an right. incubator. Of course not. No, but the adults there... They got a long history of supporting genocidal conflicts. Yes. And then if you're brought up with those parents, that's what you learn from a very young age. Right. I don't you know, the NFL could do their part, get some of those stop hate emblems they yeah, put right. on the helmets, maybe right. send them over there. Well, yeah, I never thought about work? that. Yes, that well, would work. Yeah, it takes all of us, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was watching the game the other night and I had hate in my heart and then I saw the stop hate signs. And I poof, immediately it left you, didn't it? dead in the tracks of Remark- my heart gone remarkable it was great yeah. people criticize empty slogans no it's real <laughs> yeah. from dark to cherry red <laughs> yep okay oh i was going to give you uh what would you rather here for thanksgiving they don't get it oh, and easy, the wrong idea there scott because this is going around online okay and i think you may have different answers would you rather cook the thanksgiving meal or clean up afterwards I can't. I really hate doing both, but clean up afterwards. I suppose I'd rather do than cook. Well, I can't cook for your entire family. I think you've made the right choice. True, yeah. Yeah. David. Um, he can cook. Depends can. on how many people I'm having over. If it's fewer than ten, I was going to say let's just say a dozen. A dozen, I'd rather yeah. cook. Okay, because that's right. a lot of small talk you got to do while somebody else is cooking. Yeah, and so I'd rather just be busy in the kitchen. Got it. Stuffing or mashed potatoes? Mashed potatoes. Yeah, mashed potatoes. That's 59% of people. So you're on the right side there. You dress up a little bit for Thanksgiving or just comfortable? I don't even know why I'm asking you guys. 56% are along with you (laughs) for comfortable. Appreciate it. Um, Now, would you rather host it yourself or attend one? Attend. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm I'm buzzing in quickly on that that, one. That that nixes out the uh, first two options, right? Cook or clean up? Um, Neither. I'm leaving. Bye. That's 72% of people. Would rather attend? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. It, it's a ton of work. Well, yeah. It is. I never take that for granted. No. Very much appreciating. After dinner, you nap or do you stay active? A little walk? I, I'd rather stay stuff. active. I don't really, I'm not a big napper. So, mm. right. David? Um, uh, turn on football and see what happens. Maybe just like you doze off yeah, for a little bit. dozing off is good. That sort of thing. Um, apple or pumpkin pie? Apple. Boy, pumpkin pie that's is a, gross. That's a tough one. I love them both. But I'm going to go with apple, too. Apple and vanilla ice cream. Yeah. That's 56%. Yeah. 
It's one of those things. If you get sick on one of them, probably mm-hmm. not going to go back. I love pumpkin pie as a kid. Won't go into that disaster. It's not the taste. It's the texture. It kind of just tastes like you're cutting into cool, I don't know, snot or something. <laughs> cool snot. Yeah. The last one. And think back when you were a kid. Do you rather spend Thanksgiving with your mom's side of the family or your dad's? There wasn't much on my mom's side. There was hardly anybody besides my grandma. Um, you don't mom, have to give the answer. Mom's side, because they were still drunks, but they were fun drunks. Got it. Over two-thirds said mom's side. Isn't that interesting? Uh, this nice. is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, biggest news story today, David. Uh, biggest news story of the day. Hey, did you know that everything is going great? Well, Economically, of course I did. I, I, I didn't know. I don't know if you knew that. I uh, got a new piece of audio from one of the uh, chief White House economists talking about how great things are. Okay, talking okay. about kitchen table, uh, kitchen table issues. <laughs> okay, yeah, definitely want to get to that story. You got your big three, Scott Ross? Yeah, I got it. Now, is this something where you're going to invite Casey something over Thanksgiving, or well, do we need to work this I'm out ahead of time? Well, of course I'm going to invite him. He's my friend. Okay. Even though he doesn't show up ever. All right. We don't want conflict so close to a holiday. No, but I'd like to invite him because he probably doesn't have anywhere to go. Okay. We'll see how that goes. All right. News update. The Robins trifecta straight ahead. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, David Van Camp, the Millennial, the Sexy Boomer, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Oh, well, you know, everything's going great uh, economically. I I, I know that uh, you may be shocked if you've gone to the grocery store recently to hear that news, but it's just because the White House hasn't explained to you stupid people how great you actually have it. So Jared Bernstein, one of the top economists working in the White House right now, uh, was on television uh, just a few moments ago talking about how great things are economically. And here, here's what he had to say. All right. I think in areas where prices went up, you know, really uh, uh, a great deal and were highly elevated, you know, there you want to see prices come down, not just disinflation, but deflation. So let me hit you with a few numbers. So airline tickets down 13 percent over the past year. Car rentals, 10 percent. Eggs, 22 (laughs) percent. Thanksgiving dinner, to be a bit topical, uh, down four and a half percent with uh, with turkey down about six percent. That's deflation. That is lower prices in those areas. Yeah. Uh, well, since Biden took office, and uh, let's actually go pre-pandemic because everything went went upside down in 2020 anyway. Fair enough. Uh, in 2019, compared to 2019, airfare is up 21 percent, car rentals up 17 percent, eggs up 21 percent, Thanksgiving dinner overall up 25 percent, turkey mm-hmm. is up 31 and a half percent. So they're saying they have come down relative to last year, which is still not necessary. No, I, I, let me even rephrase that. The increases, the rate of increase has gone down. The prices yeah. are still going up. The rate right. of increases have gone See, down relative a, to last year. And that is a great point you bring up right there because that is what you don't get when you hear this. They do the, the same rate thing. Of increase. They're doing yes. the same thing with the national debt. They yes. do this damn stuff all the time, <laughs> yeah. and it's trickery and hijinks at best. 
Right. Because the debt is actually getting worse and worse. But if somebody were to tell you that. But it's not at the same that, level. Right. You know. if, but they, if they were to tell you that, yeah. you would just on face value think, well, naturally it's reduced, right? Yeah, right. That's it's what they less, want to do. But it isn't. Well, no. Just the rate of increase has again, dropped. It's, it's like if five days a week I walk into the studio and I give Scott a purple nurple. <laughs> Every single day, yeah, like a like a real tough one, like where you think you're bleeding actually from okay. the nipple. All right, so I do that every you're going day. Back to the your football days, five days a week. Yeah, you do it five and, days a week, and then after a year, I only do it four days a week. And then I tell you that that was a twenty percent decrease in the number decrease. of purple right. nurples that you're getting. Right, exactly. you should be thanking David should, for that exactly. decrease. Right, my day off, my reprieve yes. from Nurple Day <laughs> has increased twenty percent. Right, man, that's hilarious. It's so funny. Jeez. All right, Rob, is you ready for your big three? Yeah, let's go. All right, here we go. Roll it out. Are you ready? It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, the Scott Robbins trifecta helped by his hero. I'm Casey Chasel. All right, the listen. Top three of the day. Thanksgiving what? Day is just around the corner. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm not asking that. I'm asking you if you'd like to join me and the rest of the family and uh, huddle around the kitchen table. Mama told me not to come. Well, I know that I keep hearing this all the time. <laughs> this is ridiculous. We're going to have some time off. We could spend at least a couple of hours together, right? That was then. This is now. <laughs> Guys, unbelievable. I'm ready. Three. It's unbelievable. Uh, number three, the CDC director wants you to keep your family safe. This guy, he checked the date on the tweet, and it's from November 20th, 2023. And you're like, really? This is a time machine I got into? Talking about the ways to keep you and your family safe this holiday season. Okay. We're right back where we were. The head of the CDC, Mandy K. Cohen, uh, says uh, says this. He said, uh, you know. We got to alert the public of all this stuff. I talk about ways to keep you and your family safe. For instance, he said now, you should, when you gather with large groups, put the mask back on, Jamie. You're joking. Nope, put them back on. <laughs> they don't work, of course, but you can also get vaccinated. Keep Make sure your vaccinations are up to date with you and your guests. It doesn't stop you from passing It doesn't along. protect anyone, jackass. We're over this. Got it? The masks. The mask and the shots are useless, and that testing is pointless. Don't have any of that nonsense either. Let us enjoy a freaking holiday for once. You have no credibility. Mainstream media has more credibility than you do. Sit down over there. Wow. You know, if you have somebody in your family that is insisting on the masks yeah. for the family at Thanksgiving, can you hit Robbins up on Facebook? Well, put them on the porch if you got one. <laughs> I just want to know. That's no. got to be a difficult situation. Just, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. I'm not going to look for your vaccination card to make sure you're up. Right. And we're not going to test everybody that comes in the front door. Right. No. Yeah. I'm beginning to realize it's time for a change. Yeah, yes. Damn right. That's, I agree with you that time, Kaser. Now, on <laughs> yep. with the countdown. Scott Robbins, trifecta, the top three of the day, up to number two. Uh, you want to talk about the left-wing dark money group, Media Matters, and Riley Gaines. Well, you know, it's interesting oh. because uh, 
We know that Twitter X is going to sue them, the bejesus out of them. Yeah. Or what did they, what did they say yesterday? Like some atomic lawsuit yeah. or some kind of well, you know, napalm lawsuit. The yeah. state of Texas is investigating criminally as well. Well, in the aftermath of all the Elon Musk, oh, it's thermonuclear. That's what it was, lawsuit it. he promised against them. Uh, we have someone else coming in. That's Riley Gaines now. There's an article that just ran that said over a year and a half ago, after a race against Leah Thomas, Riley Gaines built a media career on the trans swimmer's name alone. She's appeared on Fox News 29 times for a total of more than two hours and 38 minutes between April 2022 and May 2023. 50% of these appearances took place in the last couple of months, a year after a race against Leah Thomas. Gaines uh, named Thomas 34% in all of her interviews, demonstrating a general thematic expansion beyond the event that initially provided her with a platform. Riley pushed back. Hey, Media Matters, you say I built my name on Leah Thomas's back? No. Thomas made a name for herself on our backs, the backs of girls and women. I would happily go back to being a dentist tomorrow if this was all curbed. But I was taught to stand up for the injustice when I see it, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. In other words, shut your yapper. Wow. They keep going after her. It was like they do, Keith she, Olbermann saying, oh. called her mediocre. Yeah. And then she had the picture of all the trophies. Yeah. And she was awesome. And then it's, you know, you know the what? dude. I mean, what has she yes, had to gain by any of this when she started this? I mean, taking the critical beatings she's taken, putting her life on the line. Well, you could literally make, okay. If you're going to make the argument, you could say she's more of a household name now than if she would have well, won without. Why is that? She didn't want to be. I agree with you. I'm just saying that if you want an answer to the question you I asked, know. but I don't think you really want an answer to the question you asked. You want me to rave with you? No, and go ahead. Give me the yeah, answer. Yeah, to... why? <laughs> Who wants that? No, I get you, man. I'm just saying that people make that argument. I don't believe in that argument, but I think what she's done is fantastic because she has stood up for girls. That's a tough thing, man. A lot of people don't want the conflict. They just mm -hmm. want to live in peace, and she has put herself right into that fire. God bless her for it. I think it's awesome. And the countdown continues. Yes, the Scott Robbins trifecta, top three of the day. And finally, yes. one. Uh, number one, Trump, <laughs> here we go again. Trump releases his own doctor's report. Yeah, he did it yesterday, too, on Biden's 81st That's birthday. That's great. Uh, proving that he is in his words now. Excellent health. Classic Trump, by the way. Classic move by Trump. He said, I'm pleased to report, uh, his doctor said, that President Trump's overall health is excellent. His physical exams were well within the normal range, and his cognitive exams <laughs> were exceptional. In addition, his most... A recent extensive laboratory analysis remains well within normal limits and even more favorable than prior testing. He's getting better as he gets older. How about that? They said they can credit this to him playing a lot more golf and eating better than he did before. Definitely taking a jab at Joe Biden, and it worked, of course, because the distinction is certainly there. You remember how many years ago has it been now? That he went on the Dr. Oz show yeah. about his his health. And I think the weight, what was it at the time? But he was like, ooh, yeah, need to take off a few there. Uh, I don't was, remember. He was I, a bit portly. 
Well, at one point he said he was at like 225, and I'm like, yeah, bro, you're not at 225. Come like on, 250 man. or so. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> I think he was 265, if I remember correctly. I've never seen that like published. That yeah. it was 265. I, if I remember correctly, and I could be wrong, I don't know. I remember it was somewhere between 235 and 240, and if I remember right, his response was, "Ooh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah." Got to pay a little bit more attention to that. But yeah, of course, Trump on the day that Biden. It's his birthday. That's I love hilarious. cognitive in all caps, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And there you have it. The Scott Robbins trifecta. Great job, as always, Scott. I don't know if you happen to see this. Real quick. Balenciaga selling a skirt that looks like you're wearing a towel. Does anybody see the price of this? Mm-mm. $925. Oh, my gosh. Weren't they going to go out of business? That's what I thought. Yeah, they were the ones that had, like, the, the BDSM or whatever yes. teddy bear thing. Like little kids in bondage and whatnot. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, yeah. they still got kooks spending a bunch of money yeah. for sort of worthless stuff. So there you go. Mm. All right. Much to get to. Well, we certainly have Nimrods in the news, um, along with a news update. You know, we've had all these stories in Nimrods about people doing that with themselves. But never in this kind of situation while getting physical exercise. This is a crazy story we'll get to. Coming up right here. show jamie markley david van camp scott robbins all right scotty during the trifecta you were talking about trump yeah releasing you know his doctors yeah his uh, health report from his doctor he just had a tune-up yes checkup i mentioned in memory of him with dr oz talking about his weight wanting to lose a few and yeah thinking it was somewhere 235 240 found that clip so this is the way it went down um, back in 2016. You're 6'3", 236 pounds, as I mentioned. The, I, in my mind, I'm thinking your body surface area. Hold on. Your... David's not buying it. I'm not buying 236. I'm sorry. No, I'm not either. It's not okay. not an insult. I'm not trying to be mean. It's just I don't I don't buy him. David! At 6'3", he's 236? No. Come on. Scott! No. Not likely. He goes on. And your BMI is high. It's probably close to 30, which is sort of the barrier for okay. most people. Yeah. Do your doctors or your family ever give you a hard time about your weight? Yeah, I think I could lose a little weight. I, I've always been a little bit this way, you know? I've sort of always been that. <laughs> I was probably a good swimmer, but I've always been this way. I think that, uh, yeah, if I had one thing I'd like to lose weight, it's tough uh, because of the way I live. But the one thing I would like to do is be able to drop 15, 20 pounds. It would be good. Yeah. There you go. thought that was interesting. Okay. You're looking, well, <laughs> you're looking like you failed. You just don't want to say you want to be nice. We're heading into a holiday weekend, right? Is that basically what it is? Yeah. Didn't yeah. he say he got an elliptical in the White House? That's right. I forgot all about that. Because that, that Dr. Oz appearance, that was still on the campaign trail, if I remember correctly, right? Yes. Yeah. 
So that was like 2016 or whatever. Yes. Um, but yeah, I thought that he had said that he had gotten an elliptical in the White House. <laughs> he said he was going to be using it every morning. I don't know that that ever happened. Yeah. You know, the whole thing with Trump, you know, and we talked about this earlier in the show. And I know, it, you know, it's certainly worth covering. But, man, it's probably worth bringing up again how insane this truly is. On Morning Joe, when was he, did I misunderstand, is he thinking that Trump is actually going to kill people? Yeah, execute people? Like mass ex- executions are what he said. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're going to have a firing squad yeah. if Trump becomes president and he's going to kill people. Yeah, death camps and things. Yeah. Wow. People go, oh, you can't compare him he to past Nazi leaders. You can't compare him to this past Nazi leader or that past fascist leader because he hasn't done that. Well, what hasn't he done? He hasn't done the things that the American judicial system did not allow him to do last time just because he hasn't done it yet. Hold on. Remember, he he called off the whole thing on Hillary Clinton and lock her up. Yeah. He went on 60 Minutes and said, yeah, we're past that. It's not yeah. an election anymore. I'm paraphrasing, like, yeah. get along sort of stuff. Well, that's, yeah, that I think he, just like the rest of us, were fairly naive in, in our estimation of what the Clinton camp, what the deep state, whatever you want to call it, was willing to do to him. Yes. I think if you had the benefit of what we all know now, he would have said, hell yeah, I'm going to lock up Hillary Clinton. Absolutely, yes. Doesn't mean he won't do it when he gets a chance to do it. And if he is voted into office, he will imprison, he will execute whoever he's allowed to imprison, execute, uh, 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 drive from the country. Just look at his past. Mm -hmm. It's not really hard to read. Dude, they've lost it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Let me get him some help. All right. And with that, we get to Nimrod. Roll it up. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrod's in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrod's in the news. We go to Clearwater, Florida. 44-year-old guy uh, arrested. His name's Timothy Graham. Um, he was doing that, you know, like the self pleasure. Scott, Scotty refers to it as the la 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 la. Yes. Uh, uh, yes, it was public, but in a way I'd never heard before. He was doing that while riding a bike. <laughs> that's that's talent, man. Wow, America's got talent. There, la 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 la, while steering the bike. <laughs> And pedaling at the same time. Cardio, I mean, man. Right, holy no kidding. smokes. Don't get caught in the chain. That's called well, cross-training, actually. Yeah, oh, when God. cops caught up with him, his zipper was still down. Oh, no. He claimed he didn't do it, but the woman that saw him 100% confident that's him. And apparently not his first rodeo, as the uh, story goes. Oh, oh, yeah, he's in a whole lot of trouble. And that's Nimrod's in the news.